says recording. I'll adjust as we go. <laughs> oh, okay. I'll be nervous, but you always it's you always are with this, Jamie, and it always comes up fine. At least we're not recording on an iPhone. That's true. Step up. Or two iPhones. It's gonna be great. It's gonna be great. Uh, so should I just go? Live from the back office at Dynasty Typewriter, you are tuned into The Long Shot. It's a podcast. We talk about a lot of things, go a lot of different places. There's ups, there's downs, there's <laughs> all the things in between. All going into a full circle, led by a little car that you might remember called Herbie. Fully loaded. Now give it up for your host of tonight's episode, Mr. Sean Conroy. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Good afternoon, good evening, good morning, good noon, good night, good desk, good dusk, good desk, good day. Oh, he, he's skipping. Uh, welcome to... Sean's yes, skipping. I'm skipping around the room. Uh, it was like, it was like, uh, stop him, adjust, adjust. Welcome to The Long Shot. It is a podcast. I am your host. My name is Sean Conroy. Today we are coming to you live from the Dynasty Tip Writer in downtown Los Angeles, California, yeah. right across the street from MacArthur Park. Uh, with me today on the show is none other than the the darling denizen of downtown, Mr. Joe Wagner. Oh, thanks is for here. saying that, buddy. We I just uh, to also add to the uh, pic the painting the picture. We're in a small room, very we're in cramped, a tiny, very small cramped with room microphones on tripods <laughs> that are stuck into our tummies. Uh, also, also here today, the queen of the bruised tummy, Miss Amber Kenny, is here. <laughs> I'm going to say something controversial. I like the vibes in here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm you know, feeling it's it. Like you I think this, escape it. Right. It's like it's it, we're in a bubble and right. we can't get distracted by things. We should it's also it's kind of I, I can see ceiling, each of you very well. Is it low ceiling or are we a little raised? Oh, no, it's a it's a high floor. It's a high floor. <laughs> I feel like it's a close wall. That's my <laughs> feeling. <laughs> There's literally a f two feet from Amber to Well, there's one lots wall of furniture as well. myself six inches. Uh, yeah, if, if that. <laughs> Not uh, even close. Also, here today, <laughs> we are both manspreading. You're lucky. The yeah. nightclub impresario and yes. emperor of enchantment, Mr. Jamie Flam, is here. Hi, hi. I have to turn my thing up. <clears throat> Which one am I on? I'm on number two. <laughs> okay. Okay. FYI. Also, audio engineer for the show today, Which Jamie Flam. I want to like the the first twenty seconds might have been like you're going off the charts. Too loud. <laughs> so just, let's just address right <laughs> now. Too loud or just no, really good? Success. No, just yeah, like yeah. so good. You're off yes. the charts, yeah, like, baby. You nailed it. His, his ability is off the charts. <laughs> 20 seconds of just, wow. By the way, that reminds me, just very quickly, have yes. you, do you guys watch TV at all? No. <laughs> what is it? Uh, have, that you seen, have you seen the commercial for Atlantis? In in I don't know if it's in the Bahamas. It's like a resort. Oh, oh, oh. And this Not is the like hidden This is how world. the guy sounds. He goes like this: "Welcome to Atlantis." <laughs> like that's the announcer's voice. Um, Welcome to Atlantis. <laughs> so with a lisp, he was still. Yeah, it's crazy. This he is got the, the job. First time all four of us have been together in like six, six months, years. like a, year? a third of a year. Mm-hmm. It's true. When was the last wow. time? It was probably a December? Sunday morning. Yeah. Was it the gift one? Christmas. Which, by the way, I still have my gift for you somewhere. Oh, and I have a gift for you. 
Well, you don't Bullshit. have to say that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, I mean, I just I, it's, I, it, it just popped in my head. I got it last week. No, like, I, I, oh no, it's I, a sock. I, it's a sock here. No, Merry I, Christmas. I, it just, I just reminded me. I totally yeah. got you like a yeah, really yeah. good gift. I just, yeah. I totally, I definitely did. <laughs> I actually did. <laughs> okay. I know it sounded weird, but I did. Uh, in case you guys were wondering, we are in California, <laughs> in the world. <laughs> And uh, the world. And the world. <laughs> and Todd Perry is in our guest. Space. Whoa. <laughs> and icebergs. We're in the back room of the Dynasty Tip Writer. Shit, I said it wrong. I feel like Dynasty it's Tip Writer. Any way you say it is Dynasty Tip Writer. The tip is our. This I, was our office at one point. Wow. What is it now? How many people worked in here? Podcast studio. <laughs> it's our podcast studio. It's kind of become a storage room. Mm-hmm. And, but we are going to make this an actual podcast studio in the next few weeks oh, wow. and this is our first podcast we're so. the guinea pigs mm-hmm. all right well speaking of guinea pigs <laughs> we always start the show with a segment that we like to call check in so why don't we start today Mm-mm. with joe joe damn it you guys doing a mirror exercise? i just thought he was gonna go with jamie since jamie hasn't been here in a while all i right. was but then when you pointed i started him, looking I switched right it up. Wow. changed the game yeah you got here's the thing with sean and i shouldn't say this because now he's caught please on say it for us and you all the listeners to, like possum yourself you have to like energetically disappear and then he won't call on right you. so you, you have to become <laughs> invisible you're in the room you're yeah, right in front of him but you're invisible i just go like mm. i know right <laughs> And you know what I did for the first time? Like, I tried a strategy where I looked right into Sean's and eyes. pointing at the same time and saying what I was saying. Damn it. Mm-mm. I mean, that's how to invite disaster. No, uh, yeah, you're well, asking for trouble. That's Mr. my chicken. So I guess Jamie now. <laughs> wait, now what's going you, on, Joe? Wait, have you looked at any candy bars this week? <laughs> Am I not going to get any references? Nope. <laughs> you are weeks behind. Uh, I know. Did not. I did not. However, Joe looked at a candy bar. However, <laughs> I, I did. <laughs> I didn't buy it. I just looked at it's it. It's for the look. I don't like it. Um, uh, no, but you know when I saw the same Butterfingers ad after that taping, it popped up again on my social media. So that's why. So they the listen. Whole to, thing so started. Butterfingers listens to our podcast. Well, hey, feel free to send us some of that improved recipe, Jamie. If, if you, to catch you up, Butterfinger has a, an improved recipe. Recipe like for the original batch. For see. That's Jamie and I think alike. That's what I was thinking. It's like, is it an old handed down? The world is falling apart. And meanwhile, you guys are focusing on a new recipe for Butterfingers. That was 100% my fault. all cope in different ways. Wait, so all Butterfinger bars moving forward will be using this recipe. Have a different, yeah, have a new recipe. It's improved. Or so they say. So no, I didn't look at any candy bars. (laughs) <laughs> uh, one of the sketch groups I direct Squeeze? Nope ah. Royale went up last night, Wednesday night um, They had uh, some really shitty, rocky rehearsals There was one, They tried to rehearse it Saturday, Saturday mornings Because that's when they seemed they can all get together And that's everyone showed up late, probably Two hungover. people were outwardly, <laughs> admittedly saying it over and over again How hungover they were <laughs> Um, which just made the whole thing entertaining ultimately, but uh, but it was one of those th- things where, as a director, you're working with people, and there's a show that always has to go on, and you get to a point where it's like you either are like, oh, this is this will go fine, or I don't know how, what the fuck this is going to look like, and, and it actually went well. So the good news was. So which one were you at that moment? I was like, I don't know how this is going to go. Good luck, guys, because they 
they actually you said that to them before the show. No, that's leadership. <laughs> that's yeah. not, that was not my final. Pep okay, talk, guys, no. uh, five Ooh. minutes. I don't know how this is going to go, but uh, good luck. No, actually, you're I, not supposed to say good luck. By the they way, they know. Right, that's never, bad luck. I never say that. Um, um, I actually after the rehearsal where every three people weren't couldn't make it. Two were hungover. The rest were How still. How big is this group? <laughs> All these groups are at least eleven or eleven to twelve people. Twelve to thirteen people. Too many. Of They're course, huge. you can't find a time to schedule. I know it's very hard. We so. can't do it, and there's four of and us, four and of we us. don't do anything. <laughs> and we are all hung, hungover right now. We don't do anything. <laughs> Hey, so, I mean, you do. I, uh, <laughs> I think everyone does. After that rehearsal, Royale. there's a Facebook page for the sketch teams at that theater. And I made a post where I I said, uh, just, just took this photo of Royale at the rehearsal this morning. And I put up a picture of the Bad News Bears, the team, the baseball team from the movie, the Bad News Bears. Does it? Wait, are the Sean, Bad News Bears that. from the movie The Bad News Bears? <laughs> the not the team? actual, not the actual team, but Bad News Bears from you know the I movie. I thought that was the, the original. We all follow. I the don't know why we're stuck or, the, or the remake. No, I didn't know if anyone was. I, I don't know. I don't assume <laughs> the sometimes. Walter Matthau version. The Walter Matthau one. Mm-hmm. So I just put up a picture of that. And so they you saw, probably didn't get a great. I tagged them. Oh, interesting. <laughs> that was my tough love after the rehearsal. It was like, okay, guys, that was, you know, you, you guys were just that. running around. Was it from the first Bad News Bears movies? Oh or was it Bad News first. Bad News Bears in Breaking Training? Or, or Bad, Bad News Bears goes to Japan. to Japan? Yeah. <laughs> Which the one's at the one. Astrodome? The that one. was Bad News Bears in Breaking Training, I believe. Uh, <laughs> How the fuck do they get to the Astrodome? <laughs> You better, uh, like, you better was, move back, sucker. I feel good today. <laughs> you were the one yelling at us for the Butterfinger five minutes ago. I'll yell at you for whatever the fuck All I right. feel like yelling at you for. Someone okay. was a Butterfinger on the Bad News Bears team. Somebody was a Butterfinger? Buttermaker. Like the name oh. of the coach. Oh, weird. Oh. The ball you're, you've got. Oh, Butterfingers. I imagine like there's I believe a thing. Walt, Walter Matthau's character was named Coach Buttermaker. Oh. This I'm is not full sure, circle. But I think that's what it was. So, Sounds like you need to join Royale. <laughs> <laughs> you guys ever play the Beastie Boys you know, song Johnny Royale? You know, that's a great one. Yeah. Um, no, I'm saying you should play that as your entrance music. Oh no. Okay. Um, no. The show went well. The show went well. They br- they were able to bring uh, it together. Well, they say bad dress, good <clears throat> yeah, opening. I think they were. Good they show. all realized they had to step it up, and uh, they did a good job. Now, coming up this Sunday, though, is... So you didn't have any negative blowback from the kind of public razzing of your, the team that you lead? No, yeah, you because, razz them. Because I Publicly. do razz. And here's no, you, here's the thing, though. To, to, if, if we're talking about razz... I wish you guys could have seen the face Amber just made when I made fun of her for saying the word razz. It was, did she it was stick her classic. tongue out? What she stuck her do? tongue out to the stuck side and out. rolled right. her eyes at the same time. It was like an emoji and shook her head. All, all three things at once. Um, like... Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> We are in a small, again, we are in a very I, small room. It's conducive. And everything is feeling amplified. So, oh, Ooh, we just got yeah. some after hours. Mood lighting, lighting. Mood lighting. The dimmer switch. <laughs> so, Royale had a good show. Coming up this Sunday is, though, your favorite squeeze. We have to do like a field trip to go to a squeeze show. Yeah. 
And I'll tell you, I'll be honest, put it out there too. I don't I don't they're, care. I give no fucks. No Their last rehearsal <laughs> also very challenging, very difficult. No. How many people I, in my I, group? I went on their Facebook page. I put up a picture of Schindler's suck. List. <laughs> really? them. I, I put a video up. I don't know if any of you remember Hiroshima Schindler's List. bombing, and I said, good luck, with a lot of exclamation points. I that called was, each of their parents and said, Schindler's you should not be proud. <laughs> <laughs> your, your child made the wrong decision. Click. But you're still there. It was, just you, it was just you saying click. And I start just breathing heavier. I'm sorry. Did you just say click? <laughs> click. Oh. All right. So that's that. So you have like a troll. Mentality. Coaching style. Yeah. It's not that bad. I wouldn't say I don't. I try not to be. I try to be constructive. I went on their Facebook page and I but posted with a little a, tough love. A wood carving of the <laughs> defenestration of Prague. A little tough love every now and then. Um, like, a, I don't know. Like a spank. I think I, I would never spank a child. Here we go. But metaphorically. <laughs> I hope not because you don't have one. And if you were doing that, somebody else would be not. Child. It would not be my child. Yeah, and that would be here. probably against the law. Um, Probably, very, very likely. Yeah, right. Assault. I haven't checked the statutes no, I'm just recently. Saying, right. Uh, um, yeah, what, what Sir, my, what are you doing to my son? What was my motive? <laughs> I think <laughs> would, yeah. Uh, but metaphorically, I'll give him a little. I think you know sometimes mm. a little pat on the butt to be like, hey, come on. I guess tighten it up. The only reason I'm pushing back at all is I'm not even against tough love, but this is like public. Oh well, here's the thing. You know, so, I'm, like it's not like shaming the person. It's like you're talking about it on a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, but, but, sucks. But no, but that's the thing. I've not, I've, I'm not in any way saying a group is bad. I'm mm -hmm. saying that they're going through what every sketch group does at some point, which is you have a tough rehearsal. Some people can't make it. Some people fucking party for whatever reason the night before. Enough. It's just it, that happens with every group. So it doesn't mean whether they're good or bad. But but I was actually. What I told them afterwards, after the show, I was like, that was a great show. You should feel really good about it, especially in light of the fact that you all knew after that second rehearsal, you didn't really have your shit together yet. You couldn't help but qualify the compliment. Mm. <laughs> no, I was trying to show them that they made the effort and it paid off after where they were at. Did you post another picture of like the good news bears or something? Kirby <laughs> the Love Bug rides again Wait, the, base, the finish line. The baseball team? The good news bears. The original Herbie the Love Bug rides again, not the Lindsay Lohan. Right. How that many, was the beginning of the end for yeah. our good friend Lindsay. How many Herbie She's going to be on the show next week. Original. Hi. What's going on, guys? <laughs> Lindsay here. She's a good dancer. She has a new reality show. I know. Which uh, I heard <laughs> I looked at you, of course, the one person who would know. Like, she has a new reality show. I know. I like the shot. <laughs> he knows too now. Um, uh, 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 um, I don't even remember what it was to say before you said Lindsay Lohan. Um, they did a good job. <laughs> <laughs> no, anyway. Um, oh, Herbie. How many so Herbie I movies? I posted a picture of them on, on Facebook of Chariots of Fire. <laughs> How many Herbie movies were there in the original franchise? There was Her Herbie two, the Love Bug. Because there was Herbie, Herbie rides, rides Again. again. And there probably was a third one. And then one. Herbie the Love Bug goes to Japan. Did Herbie talk? Why did they all go to Japan? It's just an alien culture at that time. <laughs> <laughs> and they made our stereos and our radios. Anyway. I mean, I think that was around the time Shogun came out. So there was a fascination. There was. That. And and so that's why 
I think I've mentioned on this podcast before. Like, I wanted to be a ninja, like in seventh and eighth grade. Like, I would can. buy ninja magazine. It's not too late. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Seriously. I think that guy thinks he's a ninja. Amber, I, I think it's too late. Sir, are you trying to be a ninja? <laughs> how, how but you know what you were saying about creating an energy where somebody doesn't see you? When mm -hmm. you were, we were talking mm -hmm. about, right? The Wait, I'll out. do it right now. I see you. <laughs> We you all can't see tell you. People you're gonna do it. That's the problem. I know. But that is that in. I bought a book on ninjutsu that I ordered from one of my ninja magazines, and in it, there's a chapter about. Sounds like you had a fucked up childhood. <laughs> no, I just wanted to be a ninja because they were they were on TV and movies and they were cool. Shadow warriors. <gasps> you haven't signed up for karate, have you? No, I never signed up for karate. He was going to sign up for karate? Mm -hmm. <laughs> Tell me more. Jamie's never I think Jamie was here stuff. for that, yeah. by the way. I, it was a long time ago. Oh, okay. So thanks for the reminder. I thought of it today, actually. I just thought of it. <laughs> I didn't do it. Um, I looked at it. But the thing, of, the thing about ninjas being invisible, or uh -huh. because essentially they were spies. In real, that's what they were. They were spies, not in, like in the movies, crazy, you know. The movies magical, get ninjas all Magical wrong. beings. But the real ones, they were just spies. And they, so they would blend in uh, and masters of disguise and all this shit. But part of the invisibility, they could say, is they, people would say ninjas can become invisible, was just about redirecting energy so that people don't take notice of you at all. I believe it. I buy it. Yeah. So Where did Amber go? We're all in this room. Um, we are here. <laughs> <laughs> and we see each other. Can I say something yes. vulnerable about Herbie the Love Bug? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Please. Oh, that old chestnut. God, every podcast. Somebody. Um, can I, I say something? Better or worse than the Shaggy DA? <laughs> Tough stuff. I don't know. Neck and neck. <laughs> God, I'm just naming early that's 70s a real Disney, Disney movies. Yeah, that's yeah. A real that was a Disney strange fest. time for Disney. And what was the one with uh, where Kurt Russell took a strength potion? Overboard. <laughs> no, it was like World's that, Strongest Man or something like that. Maybe, but then he was also the the kid who was a computer or no, there a is computer it, IQ or something. I think that was young Kurt Russell. I don't know. I don't know. Anyway, I liked the movies. <laughs> Herbie the Love Book as a kid. I don't know why. I'm not the old ones or the new one. The old well, real ones. quick, old what was the what was the what made Herbie? He was, he was like magic and like he was alive. He was alive. But he didn't talk. It's like the original. He had eyes though. The original yeah. Bumblebee. For all the kids out there. <laughs> You're ruining my story. Oh sorry. Oh sorry. Shit. Go ahead. So um, Bumblebee. That <laughs> oh, I stepped right in it. <laughs> He really did ruin your story. I, he literally yeah, I feel terrible. <laughs> I feel awful. Um, there's that movie Bumblebee that came out, I guess, this summer. Mm -hmm. And when the first preview started, I got really pumped because I thought it was Herbie the Love Bug. <laughs> <laughs> you thought this is the new Herbie. I was like, okay. Right. And then it wasn't. Herbie the Love Bug rides again, again. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I shouldn't have gotten as excited as I did. That's why it's a vulnerable story. Did you end up going to see it? No, I heard actually good things. Yeah, it was very well reviewed. It was, oh, like the consensus it's, was, it's John Cena. Right? Transformers is now is kind of back on track. Like this could become a, a good franchise. Back again. on track. And well, after like the first one, which is pretty good, but then the rest are crazy. Uh -oh. <laughs> <laughs> Our audio engineer just put a phone down on the table, recording 
Uh, just to I see it recording. He has a cassette recorder in his phone. It's cute. That is kind of cool that it looks like that format. I, it says we're recording. It should be perfectly fine, but I just got paranoid. Like I love if, the backup. I love might the as back. well have a backup. Uh, all right, I'll wrap up. Let's see. Uh, my family is moving. I think I might have mentioned that a while ago, but they're moving from closer, Jacksonville right? back to Phoenix. Nice. So I will be closer to them. That's kind of one of the main reasons. Um, the main family friend that lived in Jacksonville that they had known for years, that person moved away and they thought that a relative was going to be moving closer to, or they were going to move closer to a relative in Florida. So they had been looking at houses like a few hours away. But, uh, but then that family relative moved to Texas. So they just felt like we don't really have too much more here in Jacksonville. Mm -hmm. Let's be closer to Joseph, Josito. And go to Phoenix. So we'll be road tripping it in the first week of May, of April. Fun. Yeah. But, you know, also, so too, are you moving if you them recall, from my Florida aunt's not being the greatest long in the car. Yeah. Oh, right. Passenger. They don't like 30 minutes. And you're going to be in the car for like a week. Yeah, that's the thing. Like, my mom's, my mom's pretty good in the car. It's just my aunt, as far as, like, soreness. Like, she just starts to feel sore fairly quickly like after about 20 minutes to half an hour of just sitting in a car so so we'll see how it goes i mean you know it's, it's space <laughs> <laughs> cough syrup dude <laughs> cough syrup and oxycontin i think it's new butterfingers you know what <laughs> drug her up mm. yeah maybe um oh, you know i've been thinking actually when I was home for the holidays, I remember they mentioned to me that a friend that they had made recently, a younger person, like I guess in their 40s, I mean 40s compared to them, had befriended them enough that they had been talking and my aunt was talking about some of the body pain she got. And I think that this, from what they described, I think this woman took them to a place that had CBD oil. and I, But my aunt said it didn't really help. I don't know if she actually took any or if she, they just gave her a sample in the store or something. But I was thinking about getting getting her CBD oil. They're everywhere I'm trying now, to get so. my dad to do that, too, and he he just right. won't do it, you know. Because it seems like a lot of people. <laughs> it seems like he goes <laughs> straight to the different source. strokes. Different strokes. Did you get the, have you just gotten the general impression in the last year or so that people have been saying like oh it's worked for me because that's what i've been hearing like all i know is it worked, worked for me my back was bothering me and right. alex gave me some cbd right. stuff and it i and i was like is that just you know psychological like a placebo sure but i used it a couple times and each time it felt better you know right how did you take it what's that? that did you was it a cream it was an anal injection <laughs> I have to go. <laughs> cool. Every joke feels dirtier because we are in a small room. We're in the same stall at the bathroom. I feel like I just got an anal injection. We're all in one bathroom. Sharing a stall. And we're all writing on the walls at the same time. And shitting. Uh, so No, um, how did you take it? Uh, uh, it was like a... It wasn't a cream, but it was like a thing you rolled on externally. You know? oh, okay. And then, but then oh. a couple times he gave me some kind of a bomb candy that that also worked. You know, <laughs> Alex would just come back and be like, 
Here, just try this. <laughs> I was about to say, I love that Alex could have roofied you at any point. But here, here's some candy. Alex was my... Uh, have who's some the guy, candy. What's the guy's name in uh, Fear and Loathing? There's oh, uh, Andres oh, Thompson. Uh, what's the guy's name? Raul Duke? Is that the, yeah, is that the, is yeah. the other guy's name? Played Alex by was the guy who would open his suitcase and have all kinds right. of drugs in there and just be like, here, take this. <laughs> What's this candy? Right? No, no, it's, it's just candy. <laughs> he also has candy in there. Um, it's a butterfinger. <laughs> you were fifty miles outside of Vegas when the drugs kicked dude, in. Dude, a reboot of Fear of Loathing with you and Alex would be insane. I watch that, insane. and then we're gonna do American Buffalo. <laughs> <laughs> and, then, and then one of the Disney movies. Maybe the Herbie, Herbie. one. Maybe. Shaggy DA. Shaggy DA. You as the dog, dude. <laughs> Towering over Alex, who's like a lawyer. He's got to play like a lawyer or yeah. a business guy. We've got to get the brief in. He's going to ruin the meeting. How come I've never heard of Shaggy DA? It was that a was dog? one where a guy turned into a dog. But he was a lawyer. But that, <laughs> was a lawyer. That's a series, though, right? The Shaggy Dog was like the original. No, sh- no, no, no. It was no. called the Shaggy, Shaggy DA. DA. Dean Stockwell, I think. Yeah, I think you're right. And he and uh, and the best part of all those Disney movies is that whatever happened to the person, I guess like Santa Claus with Tim Allen, like it always teaches the person to be a better person. Like, oh, I haven't been a good father because <laughs> he was like a dog for a week. <laughs> like, I should be a better father to my kids or whatever the fuck. Uh, so anyway, that's it. Big road trip coming up in. May, so you're I'm sure I'll have flying in. to Florida and road tripping to Phoenix. To Phoenix, yeah, which we, which is the exact drive we did six years ago. So we've actually done it. Um, so I think it'll be okay. I'm looking forward to it. It'll be nice to spend time with them. I love. I, I actually, since I don't drive anymore. I love mm. driving. Um, and then Any uh, fun stuff. I picture you guys on? like. Uh, Dumb and Louise. Kerm, Ker, Kermit and Fozzie, like, moving right along uh, now. We're in Saskatchewan. <laughs> Bear left, <laughs> right frog. <laughs> um, that, ha- that happens to be my mom and my aunt's favorite movies, or the Muppet movies. They They're right. The movies. They're very good, good movies. No, good. I just lied. That's not true. Um, <laughs> they don't know those movies, though. Okay. But I, so on the house. <laughs> I just wanted to see if it could be believable. Guy. Absolutely. They're good movies. <clears throat> no, I know. It's just that my mom and aunt, have, they, they have no connection. The, I think the one movie they could mention, American movie they could mention that they love is Dumb and Dumber. I think that's the one. I think that's a good one. They, they love the shitting scene, the Jeff Daniels explosive diarrhea. Sure. Have they I've, seen, I've never uh, seen them laugh harder. <laughs> have they seen Holmes and Watson? No. Yeah. No. Has anyone? It's never just, no one Every ever talks about time, it. time, I'm thinking houses in Watson. Because the types set? No, every time you oh, say homes, it, I'm homes, just I a dum dum. Like a city of Watson where there's houses? Like homes that are. Homes in homes Watson. that you live yeah. in. Oh, got it. Uh, homes that you live in. Every time. Every single time. Someday I'll learn. Or not. Uh, all right. Let's I'm go done. next to Jamie. What's going on, Jamie? Woo! See, I did it again. <laughs> <clears throat> Have you been doing that a lot lately? <laughs> no, she disappeared. So I didn't she call disappeared. Um, remind me later for parting shots. Okay. Sweatpants. I don't want to forget that. Okay. Sweatpants. Sweatpants. Sweat. Boy, this is. I'm going to spend the whole rest of the show going. What, what is he going to talk about? With sweatpants. I, I sweat a lot. I also wear pants. Sweatpants. Got Great. it. Um. 
so I just got back from Austin, Texas. Oh, right. Where Dynasty produced a show for South by Southwest. The, That's awesome. <clears throat> That's so great, man. You're in... Oh, shit. Sorry. It was fun. <laughs> we're glad to be invited. It was our first thing that wasn't in this building that we're in right now. And um, it was fun. We, we produced this show. It was all about enchantment. It was called That's Enchantertaining. Um, which, oh my fucking Christ! <laughs> oh no, I, I'm sorry. That's enchantertainment. Yeah. Oh. Uh, <laughs> oh, that's better. Which Sean, no, I, I that is, but I forgot who was talking the other day. But it's like, I love that there's an archive on this very show of enchantment, and like now it's like we've taken Did you that's enchantertainment to fucking Jamie. You just did South by Southwest, which is like the coolest gathering of like media and comedy and everything. You got enchantment there. Enchantertainment. How how did it go? So the show was in a place called Esther's Follies. That's a famous Austin. It's theater. actually like in comedy the, theater. The first owner's name was fucking um, Fucking Richard. I forgot the in quotes Dreyfus. name. Last name Pryor. Oh. Which I thought it was interesting. Richard, not the real Pryor. <laughs> not That's the one you're much, thinking of. Not, <laughs> I thought it was funny um, and interesting. Um, <laughs> the way I just said that last <laughs> thing came off the wrong way. I didn't think that you were judging. Right. Everything's fine. Right. Keep going. <laughs> but this guy's name really was Richard Pryor. Yeah. Okay. The original owner. He didn't meet him. Right. right. No, this is like the 50s. Oh, okay. So he was the prior. Oh, he was. <laughs> I was about to say. Yes. <laughs> Keep up, would you? Falls <laughs> Somebody let us out of the stall. <laughs> so, and Esther's Follies, it's, it's a cool place, but it's, it does definitely has like a kind of an 80s, like the Max vibe to it. Like, yeah. Like neon and white. Yes. Lots of different competing things. Um, <laughs> but it was more of a Vines, club than a greenery, than shrubbery. a theater. theater. And you're a theater producer. And at so this point. the show itself. Was great. I would say ninety percent of the audience was there. They knew what they were there for. We had Paul F. Tompkins was hosting it, so I think he was and nice busy full crowd. It was packed. Um, but Vanessa and I, like we do here, came out in the top and did a five minute presentation. Mm-mm, too long. <laughs> Enchanting. Enchanting. Thirty seconds. Enchanting. Tops. Do twenty seconds. <laughs> we also had yoga with Adrian. Oh wait, did oh, I tell you about this on the show? You told me that she was coming. So I. First 30 days of the year, talked about on the podcast, but I did a 30-day yoga program. Journey. Journey. Mm-hmm. With with Adrian, who's got like a huge following on YouTube. And I found out she lived in Austin, so I reached out to her. I was like, would you want to do something on our, our show? We're going to be in Austin. And she said yes. And She said yes! It was so exciting. Fucking Adrian's coming to our show. So we, the first 10 minutes of the show was okay. Vanessa and I doing a PowerPoint presentation on Dynasty Typewriter. Okay. Which people love PowerPoint presentations. We actually we especially about something they don't really understand. <laughs> well the whole thing like Hold the, it, it's a theater or is it a <laughs> typewriter? Or the, is it a concept? The yeah. reason Which we, I don't even know myself, by the way. No one does. And we made a joke about that. Um, <laughs> Perfect. Hang a lantern on it. <sighs> but the, we wanted to be there not to just produce a show, but we like we have all these people, at least want to give them a little bit about what we are. We, we're, we're more than just this show. Right. And we tested it here. It didn't go well. 
Do it again. That's what I always say. <laughs> do when it with strangers. Yeah, yeah. When it, <laughs> People no, do no, this less. When it doesn't go well on your home Double court, down. definitely take it somewhere We know. Else. We to- completely took what we did. We had an event called Go Day where we asked the audience, can we try out this thing? Didn't get right. much. So we're like, let's not do it at all. Then we rewrote it. And actually, the whole th- it was fine, but right out the gates, crazy hecklers front row. Everything was a big woo and a big thing. And it's not the... Right. Typical vibe. I don't have the Rooting tool belt <laughs> to deal your, with that. Your rhythm. You right. don't even have one tool. I got some tools. Um, but You were trying to do enchanting that you would do in your home base in a different space. I mean, that's, yeah. that's always, when you have to deal with a different venue, it's always... A that's tough, of- too, because you're setting the tone for the show at the top of the show, you know? And ultimately, we got them, like, it was five minutes, but just... Right. Out the gates, we very quickly were like, oh, this is, you know, you have a picture in your brain. And we're, we are so used to being here. And in, I would say most of the audiences here don't even necessarily know us. But right. we're in a theater. The environment, people aren't drinking. They have a little bit more. They're not drinking or they are? They're not drinking here. Right. Oh, so, they are drinking there. Yeah. They were. It was a 10 so o'clock show. The, people were drunk. You, right. had the rowd, you had a rowdy factor that you had to contend with out of the gate, which takes a few minutes. And to Texas. Just, and it's Texas. And it's freaking Texas. Um, it reminds me, I don't know if you remember the benefit show or something for Eddie's documentary. Oh, yeah. And we made the bad oh, yes. choice of roasting Eddie Pepitone at the Eddie Pepitone <laughs> show. Two people that no one in Nobody the audience knew who, who the were. fuck yeah. we were. I mean, I didn't look go back. so great. In hindsight, it makes sense why it didn't. Oh, of course. I look, I look like, <laughs> it's funny. Of course, it would never work. It's the dumbest idea. <laughs> I got a few of those. It was funny to us because we're nice. Like, it's not our style normally. But they don't know that. Uh, Jimmy, I have a quick question about nice. this place, Esther's Follies. Because um, um, being a super comedy sketch nerd, they had a show. A sketch troupe at that theater had a show by the same name on Comedy Central for like a few months on in like the 90s i think the that early right. 90s it was called and it was called Esther's Follies and from what i remember from the show was that there's a giant picture window mm-hmm. that faces the street that so people are walking by was is it still like that the space we had the option but we uh, we put the curtains i see over i see it. right cuz yeah, i, I mean then happened. you would have to deal with street people too oh yeah the first thing was was pulling focus and not a fan it's of weird. street people it's weird that i mean they have that huge window but i guess it also is part of that's interesting yeah like they're known for like their big sketch crisis in the city right now <laughs> yeah there is yeah there is I go on jamie i'm following it uh, <laughs> did you disappear again you looked at me like guiltily, and I was like, I no, honestly don't I know like, what you were talking about. Because I just felt like, is it? am I part of the problem with the street people? Yeah, in a way. Go ahead, Jamie. <laughs> <laughs> Happened again. Anywho. Um, so we eventually, they, they got them, and it really was as crazy as you know as performers. Like It really right. just takes one or two people to completely shift mm. that energy. Um, but we eventually got them. But then the next thing was yoga. Adrian coming out. Ooh. Who's a hometown like hero? Like got right. a oh, good welcome. But we, you haven't really, just for lineup sake, you haven't like had comedy, comedy yet in this comedy show. Well, no, we we realized Ostensibly too. Ostensibly, they did. 
Did you do you, you did? We did. We, so we made a video. So we had Hannah Gadsby here, and we had a full audience. And Vanessa, before she came, had the audience do a supposed live feed. Oh, that's funny. so halfway through our thing. That's when the audience kind of came over. But it was an audience. This thing that we edited together of them saying. Hi, Austin. It's Los Angeles, but edited poorly. Like, this is a live feed. We are not liars. This is a live feed. We are in Los Angeles. Um, we hope you're having a fun. People turned on that. Um, but then now with yoga, Adrian. <laughs> I just imagine suddenly. Okay, classic, I like this kid. The classic mob with the torches. Like, they turned. They turned. <laughs> um, and then Adrian came out and people liked her, but she literally led the audience in a like a minute long silent meditation <laughs> and then how was she she was, was a good. big hero you were looking forward to meeting how she was, was that super nice um and excited to be there cool. yeah it was cool and then and then paul f Tompkins come out okay. came out which was great too but he's also like i remember when i was at the improv and i don't think he would have any issue with me sharing this but like that by that point i would he's ask him to do something. he's like i do not do clubs right. anymore he so said I, that like on this podcast anyway. okay yeah and so i don't think he knew either but it was like i think he was thrown back into an old dynamic fear right. pattern but he came out and he sang the song from um willy wonka that um, one what's Pure the imagination one? yes um, totally playing to the theme like of the show, which was so awesome. And he's got a nice voice, right? Yeah, it was awesome. And then he did a duet with Busy Phillips in the show. But tonally, like even Paul, like it was like having to deal with these drunk, getting drunker. And Kurt Bronner was oh, on stage sucks. and one of them like, you know, yelled out where they're from super loud. And then Kurt went on a, a brilliant, like, you know, two minute tirade where the whole audience, you know, has his back. And that same person just clearly just not understanding. I got rewarded for that. And so they scream out the city again. And it's like, so that was what kind was of the like. city? Fuck. Um, I feel like it started with a C. Cincinnati. Chicago. No. Columbus. Like a little more obscure. Canton. <laughs> no. Let's keep going. I, Columbine. So, city of Ooh. Commerce. Uh, shit. Double C. Doesn't matter. Go on. Colorado City. That is a city. I believe it. <laughs> Did he ask them where they're from? I think he just said the name of a city. Champagne. Ooh. Ooh. Champagne starts with a G. It's a silent G. Hmm. Oh, like Jif. Champagne. Uh oh, we've lost Joe. <laughs> yes, we Go ahead, Jamie. Anyway, that's that. And then so we did the show. It was like, um, we're glad we did it. Was it a whirlwind like three days that you were there? Were you there for a week? What, oh, that was, was the other part of it was I hadn't had a drink in two months, two plus months. Okay. And then on the trip. You fell off the wagon. Oh, it wasn't like. You was, weren't on the wagon. I wasn't I mean, on a wagon per se, but right. I did drink a couple of nights. And since I've been back, I've like felt like not as good. <laughs> And I started drinking coffee again. It was kind of like how quickly I feel like we've been through this so many times on this podcast, right. ups and downs. That's but the human condition, though. Truly. Know? Yep. So not judging myself, but I am like mad. Like, why don't I just continue with it? I felt so good. And now it's like kind of right. I have to like use all of my energy just to get back to that baseline. So that's a thing. Just wait till you're 42 like me. You can do it. Oh, my God. 
Uh, did you go to see any shows while you were there? I know. <laughs> we didn't see any shows. You didn't see anything. I don't. You think had a blindfold the whole time. What's that? Bad joke. I feel like if you go to a thing like that, one of the cool things is that you get to see all the cool stuff. Like, didn't you have an artist pass or something like that? Yeah, we, that was basically the payment was <clears throat> getting you to go getting see like it. this full see whatever access. you want, and you were like, I don't want to see anything. Well, we, we walked around the city. Have you guys ever been to South by Southwest? I've never no, been, I been to, to South Austin by Southwest. I've been to Austin. It's Austin's cool amazing. The whole city transforms. So everywhere you go, and there's different aspects. Comedy is really probably the smallest part of the whole festival. There's like an interactive film, and this was before music. Music's the biggest part the of one, it. right? So they're just gearing up, but the entire city transforms. So yeah, we explored and went to all these different um, experiences. Movies now too, including uh, Jordan Peele's new movie oh, Us, yeah. which premiered there i think so like that night i was seeing people post because started trending on twitter but everyone talking about how insanely brilliant that his second movie is already i can't wait yeah it looks really cool yes sorry i'm gasping you didn't unless you want it to be a parting shot but something that you've talked about on this podcast a I lot i know happened i think i may be inquiring minds want to know i'll be keeping it for my parting shot okay great uh, anything else about that, Jamie? No. I had a question. Yeah. Uh, maybe a wrap-up. Um, since you were around a lot of people at South by Southwest, and, and my main question, since I haven't seen you in a really long time, is like, but I, I can follow all the shit that's happening at Dynasty. I get the emails. And I'm like, so much seems to be happening. I was wondering if you got an impression at South by Southwest, if people, just how you feel like, the theater is on people's radar. That's Do you know what I'm question. saying? Because like you yeah. just you just had Hannah Gadsby here. Like you, Janine Garofalo is coming. Like you're getting marquee names and <clears throat> very kind of current names. So I was just wondering if like people are you feel like I felt like there's momentum. We met people that didn't live in LA that like, were hearing about it. Yeah, they would come up as like you guys are killing it. And like we were seeing your you guys did the PowerPoint presentation. <laughs> You killed it. Um, Before they turned on you. No, it was overwhelmingly positive. And people, yeah, a lot of people from New York and stuff, and they, they heard. So, yeah, and that was like... That's we cool. Because you know how much word of mouth works in that, the comedy industry and community of just people saying, like, oh, you should, oh, you're going to LA, you should do the Dynasty Typewriter, because it's a fun place, good place. Yeah, and we're, we're discovering ourselves more on what we bring to the table. Like, I mean... I guess like anything, it takes time and you dive in and start to right. figure out. Obviously, I was like, I want to have a venue and we'll put on stuff. But now we're really figuring out what our voice is. Has oh it been God. a year? 14 months. Wow. Okay. Just a year. Yeah. We owe Dynabrew. Brand new. In the last two weeks. What's coffee. That? Coffee. Dynabrew. So on coffee, our, our popcorn game continues to um, expand. How so? <laughs> Have we the talked kernels about expand. <laughs> oh, gotcha. Oh, yeah. That's how you make two. popcorn. <laughs> <laughs> Through heat. <laughs> we have uh, a, a topping bar. Popcorn topping bar. What are the toppings? Currently, um... Hot fudge. <laughs> I love hot fudge. That probably would be good. Hot dogs. <laughs> and hot dogs. It's a hot bar. <laughs> hot bar, thank you. A gummy bears. <laughs> That's for, that's for the <laughs> diehards out there. Gummy bears, Sour Patch Kids, um, circus animal cookies. To put on popcorn? 
it's you'll get some on the way out if you want. I would like. Okay. Um, I used to go to the movies. With, well, I wouldn't even say who it was, but we used to get into arguments about whenever we went to the movies. She always wanted to put M and M's in the popcorn, like mm-hmm. peanut M and M's. Right. I was like, no, no, no. They're too, like. Right. That's so one of our offerings. Yeah. Peanut M and M's. I, I disagree. Here's I disagree. the thing. I mean, it it actually does taste great. <laughs> disagree. <laughs> so no, you can have your opinion, but but also <laughs> in actuality, no, no, no. Um, scientifically, it's good. Objectively. <laughs> They're great. You're wrong. <laughs> Part of the fun, though, is at you get to the bottom of your bag, and you got like this repository of sweet goodness. <laughs> and I like to put them all. That was a great soundbite. You get to the bottom of your bag, and you have this repository of what did you say? Sweet, sweet goodness. Sweet goodness. All right. <laughs> Amber, That's right. we wrapped it up. Checking in. Um, I've had a week of. <clears throat> like grown up stuff, oh like adult, oh. grown up, I don't mature. Like the sound of that. Okay, <laughs> it's not. I'm scared already. Go ahead. Uh, That's what I Google on porn all the time. I, I Google oh on porn adult <laughs> stuff. <laughs> grown up stuff. Oh man, <laughs> you, I, I don't speak English very well, but <laughs> what are your results? <laughs> Um, well, at least it's not kid stuff, so we're, we're, we're good. <laughs> yeah, it's only guys with the other fake mustaches. <laughs> right. It's just and two women kids in, house in a in a trench coat. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> in a briefcase. <laughs> <laughs> two kids in a, in a trench coat and a briefcase, but one of the kids is blowing the other one. <laughs> oh, <laughs> grown up stuff. Grown up stuff. <laughs> um, no, I realized I'm getting married soon. And that means I have an official life event when mm. it comes to work, so I can change my insurance again, and I can add Jeff as like a Ooh, co. Right. And um, so it's like doing that research and mm-hmm. figuring that out. Um, yeah, I don't know anything about that. Haven't. I don't either. That's adult stuff. I'm just saying, I'm just reflecting on myself. Stuff. I have no idea about that stuff. And uh, so it's like researching that and, you know, a lot of like sending Jeff a text, like, what are you doing tonight? And he's like, oh, I don't know. I'm like, well, do you want to go through our insurance policies together? And he's like, romantic. <laughs> but it's like, we, we've got to. Yeah. We got to do it. Definitely. Um, Hello. <laughs> What if that were adult stuff porn? It's just you and Jeff doing that paperwork. But I got another deduction on nude. my tax. You know what I mean? Nude. Nude. Um, also, another adult thing. Shit, I had another adult thing. Oh, I, on a whim, <laughs> you guys are not going to relate anymore. Who whimmed you? Fucking kill me. But on a whim, I had, my bank said, like, you're pre-approved. For something, and I did the math. <laughs> We're not telling you what it is. No, for a, for, a, for, a, for a loan, for, uh-huh. a, for, for a, a certain amount. Okay. And I did the math. I looked at my credit card debt, right? And how the interest rates are going up ah, exponentially yes, yes. every fucking month, right? So basically, on a whim, I got a gigantic loan. You paid off your credit card. It was funded today. Like I was just like, I you just gave me that much money right now. Yeah. Um, wow. So in theory, I will be completely out of debt. Within three years. Whoa. That's wonderful. 
Um, which is pretty cool because planning a wedding, I was going to go the opposite direction. <laughs> so that feels nice. Um, that's what I mean about adult stuff. But uh, literally on a whim. But And it feels productive. It feels smart. Well, because I, I had to sign the paperwork while I was at work, like electronically. And then they're like, okay, it's done. And I was like, what do you mean? <laughs> money, money, money. Well, and I was like, where is it? Money. And they're like, check your savings account. And I was like, holy <laughs> shit. It's not like they're really check your pocket. <laughs> that Whoa. So yeah, that, um, so like adult, I'm doing a lot of adult stuff and I'm proud of myself. That's great. But I'm still scared because I've sort of tried to do this before, but I'm being easy on myself because I tried to consolidate all my debt five years ago. And then three years ago, I quit my job, took like a 50% pay cut and, um, racked up a ginormous amount of debt because right. I had bills and a lifestyle that wasn't spending habits are hard to adjust. And, um, all of a sudden I was like, Oh my God, I am in so much debt and money tr troubles. But I think this time I really can do it. Um, and it would be so fucking awesome to be out of debt. And this is such Duh. Everyone feels that way. But um not, not the United States of America. <laughs> You're closer to it than you've been before. And it's and still a ways, but, right, but but it's like I'm just gonna action. say it. We are not gonna cut Medicaid or Medicare except for eight hundred and forty five billion dollars, etc. <laughs> oh, by the way, I have the military. I have the police. I have the the bikers for Trump. I have all the toughest people. They're not they don't act tough. The Dems act tough, but things could go very, very badly. Ugh. Anyway, go on. Oh, just, um, it's not a great feeling because I was trying to pay off my credit card. Of and course. I would pay as much as I physically oh, it's could. The worst. And But the interest charge would be like mm. the same. So I was just on it's a treadmill. Such a little trickle, yeah. So, um, I f and this interest rate is locked. And it's much, lower. much, much lower. So it feels this actually is achievable. You, want to look at my you should. Thanks. Honestly. Loan policies, you know. A personal loan. That way it's a locked in interest right. rate. Mm. You did a sensible financial adult thing. I know. Wow. Who am I? I'm a manager. Who am I anyway? <laughs> you know what they call that? Yeah, you're gross. a corporate executive. I, you're not gross. an executive. You fucking motherfucker. <laughs> That's gross. Well, and also, here's another, I guess, adult thing. I had a meeting with my boss, and he basically was like, you have to stop doing so much. You have to give it to your employee. Because you're oh. just starting to get used to being in charge instead of doing it all yourself. Right. Well, and that's what her job is right. and that that way i'm available for like the hot hot heat hot yeah, things yeah. and i when i'm out of the office like i'm trying to train her on things nothing now. worse than the hot hot heat hot we got a quadruple age <laughs> situation going on here it's like an official thing um hot hot heat hot but i'm gonna be out of the office for a while and so i'm training her on every process start to finish and she's smart and she'll get it but if she had already been doing it wouldn't be a problem right but it's weird because I, it's just my instinct to just, I know how to do it. I do it. It's weird for me to take the step to be like sending someone an email saying like, can you do this? But it's something I'm just going to have to change the way I think. Right. Like it used to annoy me when I'm like, 
you could have just done that instead of sending me an email asking me to do that. But, now but you I understand. kind of get yeah. it now. Yeah. The boss is the boss. That's why they're the boss. And your manicure game is still on fleek. Thank you. Looking good. Thanks. Uh, all right. I'll go next. Grown up. Hi, you guys, Sean. Uh, you guys may remember that, uh, and Jamie, you might not remember this, but a few <laughs> weeks ago, or maybe you do, and Joe wasn't there. I don't remember which of you was there and which wasn't. But I was there. <laughs> you were definitely there. Uh, I saw a couple of my friends from high school. We met up for drinks in Chinatown. And I had not seen these guys. I hadn't seen one of them in about 20 years and one wow. of them I hadn't seen in 15 years. I was there. You were there. Okay. Wow. And I was saying on the show, I believe I was saying, I, I just would be interested to know what those guys, or if those guys would think back to when I was in high school whether I would have been involved in comedy for the next 30 years and whether that was, and I, I ended up sending them both an email saying like, is this a, what, like, what was With your this perception? Query. Would this, would this <gasps> make sense? And one of them, uh, never got back to me. Sure. Um, the other one did. So I have a whole thing here. Oh, this of like him. of how they saw you in high school. How they saw me oh in my high God. school. This is like hearing your own eulogy it's, or something. It is. <laughs> it is like Did in it, some ways incredibly insulting. <laughs> okay, but it's you. You're going to be insulted ways, by anything. We'll <laughs> in, some, in some ways, it's very flattering. It's poetic. I mean, it's pretty. It's it, pretty it's, incredible. It's, it's going to win the Oscar next year. This, uh, so this guy was a smart guy. I've talked before about how I was the only person in my Greek class senior year. What I didn't remember was that he and another kid also took Greek four, and but they were just in a different schedule mm. than me, so they had it with a different teacher. Uh, but he ended up going to Columbia, and you know, just a smart guy. Anyway, this is what he this is what he wrote. Uh, I'm trying to not make this more about me than you, LOL, but I think I am self-involved, so it will probably come out. And I think he's right. Like, you do get a perception of but him it's, it's from the way filter, he perceives me. Filter, yeah. yeah. Okay. There's, it's not, it's hard to have an unbiased view of someone, especially right. from high school. Right. Uh, I don't like my peas touching my carrots or since I don't like vegetables in general, I don't like mixing many things like my friends. I tend to keep the athletes away from the intellects or live music folks because I want to keep that unadulterated experience with them to myself. I think it makes me want to keep people in a certain box based on my perceptions of who they are. Okay. In high school, you were one of my smart friends who also had a goofy and sarcastic wit. Mm. I always liked that because you could handle triple entendres without missing a beat, and it came very naturally for you. I don't even know what a triple entendre is. But nothing's changed. <laughs> yeah. uh, it's like it's like a double entendre, but then it has another meaning to uh -huh. you that nobody else understands. Right. <laughs> so I guess nothing has changed. Um I always threw out one-liners that would cut to the bone and could be pretty acerbic, always with intent, but you would casually blow around it without even looking up from whatever mystery meat we had at that table near the front of the cafeteria. You wore, <laughs> you wore yellow shirts and brown striped ties a lot. I couldn't figure out what that was about, but it was part of your signature and it stuck with me. What that was about was that all my ties were hand-me-downs from my father and he didn't want the brown ones anymore. You know? And yellow, sorry, the yellow shirts, just like yellow Oxfords or? Yeah, I would assume, I, I, I'll ask my mom about that at some point. I would assume it was yellow instead of white because it didn't stain as easily. Mm. Okay. But I don't Long really sleeve. know what that was about. I Long, love stuff like that. We like had to have button down shirts 
with right. a tie right. and a jacket when gotcha. I was. He thought there was some like message. Like it was my style, yeah. you know. Uh, and, and I would have never remembered that, you know, right. but I know he's right. Well, yellow and brown is a dazzling color <laughs> right. combination. Right. Uh, it was part of your sign- signature and it stuck with me. That, along with your mop of hair and the lack of apparent angst about things like grades and girls, always made me wonder if you had it all figured out or didn't know anything. It seemed like you didn't care about the typical stuff we were getting on about, like you were biding your time. Wow. This is so, so much memory. Yeah. I mean, this is and like he could have just been like, you were cool. Yeah, yeah, right. But no, this he is really like got into it. Yeah. It was a relief to describe to you my jealousy of your ability to catch a football. When I saw him a few weeks ago, he was like, you know, he was, he was like, I was always so jealous of how you would catch everything thrown anywhere near you. And it's funny because when I was a junior in high school, which was the first year I played football, I, you know, I went away to football camp with all these guys who had played together for all these years. And we had a scrimmage against a team from Georgia and I played in the, you know, third period of the scrimmage or whatever. And I must've caught 11 passes that day. <laughs> and after that, during camp, guys were coming up to me and going, Hey, how you doing? Radar. What's going on? Radar. And nobody would tell me why they were calling me radar. And finally, this guy, Tony Denota was like, they're calling you radar because what they decided was you caught so many passes is that you're so slow. The other team doesn't pick you up on their oh radar. My God. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he says, I think everyone compares themselves with their friends, even in microsecond judgments. And I felt that, quote, at least I'm an athlete and Conroy's a geek. Then you walked onto my team <laughs> after I busted my ass through four years of weight training and running and rugby and football late in our high school years. And I was like, what the hell is he doing here? He should be back at the cafeteria in that nice little intellectual, sarcastic yellow shirt box I kept him in. I was secretly happy that you were wearing the whitest, cleanest uniform I had ever seen and <laughs> This is where it gets poetic. And your lanky frame stuck out of it like an autumn branches poking out of a black plastic lawn bag. You ran aclo- across the field more a galoot than a gazelle. <laughs> galoot is such a good word. good word. It is. With your hands awkwardly stretched out like you were going to trip at any second. I wanted you to leave, but you had the stickiest hands and would catch the ball with the tips of your fingers in ways that, like your humor, seemed both incredibly unlikely and natural. Again, like you didn't even have to look up. And then he says, I never thought about you in comedy because it never registered to me that it was a profession outside of old Hollywood movie guys like Bob Hope and Don Rickles, and certainly not for guys from our high school. So it was a cool thing to see you at UCB in Manhattan 20-something years ago. Because it helped me to see that as smart as I thought I was, the box I put you, my friend, in was of my own making and could never contain the totality of who you really are. That's gorgeous. That's pretty Signed good, right? Raymond Carver. <laughs> <laughs> that that's is like so really cool. thoughtful. Like it's really cool. Well, that's what really struck me about it was that he put a lot of thought uh-huh. into it. You well, know? What does this guy do now? He's Involved in some kind of tech thing in San Francisco. I don't exactly understand it. It's a good writer. Yeah. Well, the thing about the, lawn, the black plastic lawn bags is <laughs> hilarious. It's like almost like a Halloween monster or something. Mm-hmm. Um, 
Uh, well, That's why I say it was like insulting, but also flattering at the yeah. same time. Uh, so this guy was on the football team. He was a football player, but he was all, was he also smart? I mean, yeah. yeah. I mean, he went to Columbia. I mean, he. Right. You know. no, what I'm saying is at the time in high school, he was he also considered like, oh, he's also a smart jock. Um, or was he considered a jock? That's what I was curious no, about. No, I, I would not have considered him a jock in high school, even though I, I think he was like a guy who, like me, although I do, only came to it later, um, he was a smart guy who wanted to be thought of as a jock. As a jock. You know? Right. So from a very early on in high school, he was like, I'm going to be a jock, not a smart guy, even gotcha. though he was a smart guy. Right. And right. so he worked very hard. Right. To be on those teams and, and right. you know, um, and that was why he was so pissed when all of a sudden I showed up junior year and was like <laughs> catching everything, you know, that was really cool. I, I, I have thought recently about how there are periods of my life. Some, some of them here in LA where I don't have any idea of what I was like during them. Mm -hmm. And I would have to ask somebody from that time. What was I like? Because right. it's like it's actually just like gray to me. Like I can remember experiences and and memories of doing things. Well, also your own perception of yourself is totally like. different from how other people perceive right. you. Right. Like the thing I liked also was when he said the thing about, I, what was it? I couldn't tell if you had everything figured out or didn't know anything or something right. like that. Um, well, dude, that sounded to me like the classic. If you had it all figured out or didn't know anything, yeah. The the, the classic funny guy deflection of like everything's too cool. cool for school, yeah, like whatever, yeah. <laughs> whatever. Which you know. And meanwhile, you I was like, how come nobody it? likes me? <laughs> well, when you tell the story of looking through the window of the great, what is the great pretenders playing? Or uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, that was even before that, but, but yeah. But like knowing, knowing from knowing you now, and how were we talking about on the show? Like how emotional you could be during yeah. high school, during college. But I had my walls but he up. Didn't see it. Yeah. Well, yeah. You, know, you were just the cool, funny guy. I was just a guy with a yellow shirt and a brown tie and a mop of hair. <laughs> you could still be cool and funny. It's not bad, actually. Triple entendres. <laughs> mop of hair. <laughs> oh, I see what you did there. <laughs> it was when I would uh, put my hair on a mop. Right. Um, and fuck somebody with it. <laughs> yes. You get it, man. Oh, I thought that, right? Okay. Uh, anyway, but that was what really struck me was how much thought he put into it and could how much care he took. Could you write something like that? I don't him? think I could. I don't think I could. <laughs> uh, you know what? Just make it up. You're a writer. You're a good writer. <laughs> you are no, but cool. I think that's, <laughs> but, I, but I think that's, that's a thing. And I think that's where you learn something about him. That he was sitting there going, right. what's going on with that guy? He was actually thinking what's about What's that guy up yeah. to, you know? And like when he talks about how he was mad that I showed up to play football. Right. I kind of get that like, though. Like why this is, this is my here? turf. Yeah. Uh, oh, especially in high school where whatever you did was so much your identity and you had to protect it at any cost. Well, I'm, I'm this, I'm that, you know what I mean? Like, Right. And I think that's, that's what I didn't really have, you know, like I didn't really have that sense of like, this is who I am and this is right. what I do. I right. was just like, <laughs> was that a quadruple entendre? <laughs> just that sound. No, it was just, a, it was just an entendre <laughs> of me post, swallowing a cock. A post verbal <laughs> and entendre. <laughs> 
Were you? Uh, hey, qu- quick question: Were you friends with everybody in high school? Was it that kind of dynamic with you? No, I wasn't. Uh, I had a couple of really close friends in high school, right? And yeah, we we were the or. This is how I perceive it, is that we sat at our little table in the front of the cafeteria and we're like, look at those fucking idiots, mm-hmm. you know? Um, <laughs> and this guy was one of the guys that would occasionally shoot your table a glance and be like, they're calling us fucking idiots. No, he would hang out with us sometimes. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, I mean, as he said, we would be sitting at that table in the front of the right. cafeteria. But, right. but no, I never... I think it was insecurity. I was... Oh, not comfortable just being friends with everybody, right. you know? Um, and it's funny, we have our 35th high school reunion coming up. Wow. And there's one of the guys, a guy that I was actually not good friends with the first couple of years. And then we became good friends on the football team. Um, I think I've talked about this before, but we used to call ourselves the 2020 club because we only got into the game if we were 20 points up or 20 points down. That's when they would put us in. Oh, my gosh. You should hang out in 2020. (laughs) When we were seniors, I I mean, because junior year, I was just kind of figuring everything out. And by the time I got to be a senior, I was like, oh, I'm never going to start or be, you know, I thought I had a chance. And then I was like, oh, no, I'm never going to start. And so this guy and I, all senior football season just fucked around so hard during practice. Like there was all these things like we used to throw pebbles at people's helmets, which makes the helmet ring and drives people crazy. And they can't tell where it came from because you can't see with the mask on. We should do that the next time we record it. Or we would do that thing where you go up, one guy kneels behind you and you push the guy over, which when you're wearing pads, it's not a big deal, but it's still pretty obnoxious for... (laughs) I would go up to people and grab them by the face mask. (laughs) If you grab the face mask, you can't, like your neck is not strong enough to get out of it. So people would be like trying to get, you know. um, So we had a lot of fun. (laughs) But uh, Rascals. And then I just had, I would make these catches that seemed unlikely but natural at the same time. Wow. Were these friends that you met in ninth grade through... Senior year? Yeah, it was uh, it was the whole group of us from freshman year. From on. freshman year. There's on. 200 kids in my class. Oh, so you kind That's of know everyone. Me. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you definitely know who everybody is. Right. right. You know people say hello to. And I'm sure if I go, I, I don't know that I'm going to be able to go to this reunion, but if I went, you know, it would be like, oh, hey, like, you know, everybody would be happy to see each other, um, which is a weird thing that happens with reunions later on, you know. Uh I want to know everyone's like friend social dynamic in high school. I'm just curious. Yeah. Uh, in a nutshell, I had a super small class graduating class. I think it was 68 people. Oh, and wow. my school was two, three, sure, it wasn't 69. So I didn't, I, it might have been, but I didn't want to say. Triple entendre. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, but my school was two through 12. So I think some of my oh, classmates wow. had been friends since like third grade or something it's hard to squeeze in there and you get all the way to senior year but um but i you know but i was i was friends with everybody and i would say everybody was friends with everybody there was you know there were clicks i guess but nobody was like we didn't have there was no sports program so there weren't like mm. jocks or bullies or a cool kids group it was just these guys and then these people who are a little weirder and are starting to listen to like goth music, you know, whatever, Morrissey or whatever. That was it. What about you, Jamie? 
Jamie I, was you wearing went through phases. gigantic pants. Oh right. Well, and a weird. And you joined the football cut. team senior year. It was like an LA school. It was much bigger, hundreds and hundreds. Right. I had some of my best friends to this day. Like, always had a good core group of friends, but was so hyper aware of being cool. Like, literally, I have a, you know a diary where it's like I remember being like, I would count how many high fives I would get. Going from one class to another. Like it was like my goal to be beloved by everyone. And like would be like very self-aware. Like today, like I like I the jocks said hello to me and the this group and this group and the basketball team, like they all know who I am. Like it's part of my still my brain to this day is like I want everyone to love me. And it's I would not recommend that to anyone. But it's like I achieved that goal. Like I was like, yeah, I know everyone. I would, but I would what th- cost? I would think a teen Jamie show would be really oh, yeah. good, dude. There's Have you seen sh- some pics? They're I ha- good. Yeah, I saw one of your TV pics recently. I was going to say there's this high school show that everyone's loving right now, Pen 15. It's great. Because it's exactly about that. Anytime you have high school characters that I are. I thought it was penis. That. Um, <laughs> Oh, I didn't figure that out. <laughs> oh, the old triple No, you know, it's everything's everybody's thing in high school is like, I just don't want to be so not cool that I get targeted in any way. And that's what's funny about this thing to me, too, is he's like, I couldn't tell if you had it all figured out or didn't know anything. And right. meanwhile, I was exactly like that the whole time. I was right, not right, as overt right. as Jamie. You and just... I wasn't like, I hope this person likes me or anything like that. Right. But I was like... what about you amber i um i was young for high school i started high school when i was 13 and i was a late bloomer um but i lucked out in the sense that i auditioned for the varsity dance team before like the summer before i even started high school and got on and there was only two of us freshmen and then it was all upper class Girls and um, I was. Ex- they were all walking around going, "Ooh, it's so nice." <laughs> yes, yes. To you. <laughs> were, you, were you nervous about that? They we're so overcome. Yes, yes, but I lucked out. Um, I have like a real gratitude towards it because I was a fucking weirdo. Like I just wanted to watch SNL and act out the skits, and right. I I wasn't skits. At the time, that's what I called them. Yes. Okay. <laughs> I was in character. Fair enough. <laughs> um, and like I was kind of a big old dweeb, but they all sort of recognized, like this is all in hindsight. I didn't notice any of this at the time, right. but recognized that, recognized an innocence in me and kind of shielded me from a lot. So I hung out with people who were like, Fucking homecoming queen, um, prom queen, all that. And I'm in the queen. Like they're they're popular, beautiful dating football players, dating baseball players. I can't get a boy to look at me. Like their boyfriends think I'm a lesbian and think I'm weird. <laughs> like, um, but they instead of them being like, ew, weird, change yourself, like they were for some reason like kept me the core of who I am. And I have a lot of gratitude towards that. That's really cool. But then they all graduated and I was a senior and I was like, I don't have any friends. (laughs) So that was a big shock. And I had to kind of do the freshman year thing, my senior year. And I floated around group. Oh, cause I didn't do the dance team. My 
senior year because I was focusing on theater. Um, Hi, Amber Kenny, theater major. Yeah. I'm in your class. And I went to hang out with like the people who stayed on the dance team who were my grade and younger. But I was like, I, it just didn't, it wasn't, it wasn't it. Anyway, I ended up spending all of senior year hanging out with like the lower class band nerds. Hello. <laughs> that, that in the bottom because of they, the boat? Because they made me laugh. <laughs> Right. Hello, Miss Kelly. Nice to see you. <laughs> uh, so, that, but, so, like, I don't know. I think I could get along with anyone, but I wasn't. You know, you made me realize. Cool. When I was in junior high, which I was arguably I was a complete dork and everything in high school. I became, Unlike most junior high school students. There was the, the cool kids for sure in junior high. Um, but I was doing my acting camp every summer. And I never really thought about it, but I had so many older friends. Like there, there wasn't an age thing. And I, I felt a, a similar thing where they, they embraced me as young and protected me in a lot of ways. Yeah. And that evaporated another thing when I got to high school where... Oh, you didn't have that shield. Yeah. And I kind of entered this new world without... And became this version of myself that it, it just right. was so not me. Right. Well, and... I'm thankful for it, too, because I had bullies like where I grew up. There were two girls who were five years older than me. When you're a kid, five years is decades. And they right. were so fucking mean to me constantly. Like the thing where they were like, you're our friend. But then they were just using me as a punchline or they're like, this boy likes like they were just right. constantly torturing me. Um, so it was nice that I was in high school got the opposite of that. Here, here, here was another thing with my high school was, so like you, I started high school when I was 13. I skipped eighth grade. So I had, I had gone through the, to the same school from kindergarten through sixth grade and felt like I was the king of the school, you know, like I knew all the teachers, I would cut classes and go to wherever the fuck I wanted to. Then I went to seventh grade and I still kind of felt that way because I knew a lot of the people there and, uh, and then I went. I left my hometown and went to the Bronx for high school. So I left all my friends that I had grown up with all through elementary school and junior high school, went down to the Bronx. Most of the people from my school were from New York City. So I commuted on the com commuter train every day down to school and then went home. So I wasn't hanging out with my friends from right. home anymore. And I didn't really have friends to hang, at least for the first couple You're of years. Like, no man. I, I had, I, you know, right. so Friday nights and Saturday nights, I would just be home until, and I only realized this in retrospect, I feel like my father was like, what is wrong with this kid? So he started, he was the principal of a high school. He started taking me to his high school events, you know, dances and, and plays. And I'm sure he was like, I just don't maybe he'll, maybe he'll home. meet somebody. Maybe yeah. he can make some friends out here. Right. But you know, I was the weird principal's kid. So I <laughs> never, I don't even remember ever talking to any of those kids right. at the, at those schools, you know? So it was like just a weird area to right. be in during that time. Right. Uh, and and uh, sorry, I was gonna say. And the thing about being a teenager is that, obviously, before you get your license, you can't really, even if you were to anything. just to get yeah. around. So, yeah, epic. it sucks. Yeah. Well, I think this is something that lingers for me, that like weird Friday night thing, where you don't want people to know that you don't have plans, but you want to get plans, but like you have. To that like acting like yeah oh, i've yeah. got something to do but what are you doing like yeah. that whole that like 
charade because mm-hmm. you don't want to be like, oh, I was going to sit at home and watch TV with my parents. But I have to be somewhere after this. But what are you guys doing after this? <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. Well, this feels like a good place to take a break. Oh, you do have something to do. Uh, <laughs> I really do. Uh, so we will be back in a moment with more stuff. Hi, this is your old pal, Greg Proops, the smartest man in the world. And you're grooving with the Long Shot podcast because your life has to be perfect. We're back. You're listening to The Long Shot. It is a podcast. And a movie. And a movie. Oh, yeah. Uh, as Alex posted on our Facebook page I've heard today. it's good. I think that I debuted at South by Southwest. You did? Yeah. Jeff saw it for work. And oh. He said it was really good. Like, surprisingly good. Maybe that should be our movie outing podcast occasion. Maybe our numbers. Like, we have shot. to wear our t-shirts when we go. <laughs> well, our numbers really might go up because people are accidentally I know. Searching. I was thinking about that. So we're That's so we should hilarious. say we're also a movie. We're a podcast <laughs> and a movie. And a movie. Also a possibility. <laughs> that might be a triple enta. Yes, it is. Oh, wow. <laughs> I believe it is. Uh all right. So it's time for a segment on the show that we like to call parting shots. So let's start today with Joe. All right. So See, Joe was trying not to he ninja. be visible. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Did not work. Doesn't help that I'm right across from you. Did you take like reading those books? Did you take in some of those tips? The ninja, the ninja tips? stuff. Oh, um, books. What books have I read? You know what? <laughs> you know what? I'll tell you this: the times that I've thought about it is because I am am a pedestrian often. <laughs> There are many, many occasions where I... I think that's on your business card, right? (laughs) Joe Wagner, pedestrian. pedestrian. Comma often. Pedestrian by day, ninja by night. (laughs) Pedestrian by day, pedestrian by night. Does he mean he is pedestrian or he's a pedestrian? He's a pedestrian pedestrian. Pedestrian by day, dull Pedestrian pedestrian. A double on And boring at night. <laughs> Common between the hours of three and five. Uh, 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 what was I going to say? The rap. Oh no, no, a- Amber. I have noticed a few times over the years that I somebody that I know who knows me has walked by me without seeing you and without seeing me. And so there was definitely enough time where they could have seen me. They were they were kind of looking in my direction. But I know, I feel like I have had a ninja's ability to become invisible. And so, yeah, I think I did learn something from the book. (laughs) Can you teach us? (laughs) All right. It's about energies. Right. Um, Parting shot. So last week, right after last taping... I went to Hollywood. I dropped you off in Hollywood. You were very excited. Very excited. I went to go see a 1020 screening of Captain Marvel at the TLC Chinese, I think it's called now. Anyway, it's a huge IMAX theater. KFC. The KFC Chinese <laughs> theater, which is gigantic. It's an IMAX screen. The EMT Chinese theater. I got crazy blazed. I like smoked out. CBD oil? 
I, I bathed in CBD Anal oil. injection. Um, Alex came by. Texted Alex. Gave he came by. Candy. Shot it out my ass. It was 1019 when the drugs kicked in. But I got... I got... Yes, I was very high for the movie and very excited for the movie. And I went in, sat down. They played way too many trailers. But um, movie starts... But you like trailers. I do like trailers. But, you know, not before, I think... I was I was ready to In see the moderation. movie. I was re- uh, I was like, like okay, let's, yeah, here we go. People have been waiting. I've been waiting. I can't wait to see what this is. And then it just, as a movie, as f- just from a storytelling perspective, the movie just didn't come together for me. I was disappointed. Why? That's I, I don't the official know anything about it. Report. But Captain Marvel. Yeah. Was a character in the Marvel universe. Correct. Is there any like? Connection. Captain DC is in the DC universe. <laughs> well, uh, but but you know what I'm saying? Like, why did they choose that? It seems like a bold choice to name a character after the publishing company. Oh, well, ultimate. It's I don't like know. Reading, ultimately, they thought that was okay. But the it, word existed before the publishing well, company, and right. it has a significant meaning. Right. Sure. Um, but you know what's interesting? The character was never like a flagship character as far as like Brant. I think you're thinking in a very 21st century branding kind I of way. I think the writer maybe was intending for it to be a flagship, and it never worked out. They thought that it would help, yeah. Uh, you know what also didn't work out in the Mar- Marvel Universe? The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel. <laughs> Marv <laughs> Albert. She did okay. <laughs> um, the DC Mrs. Maisel was better. <laughs> so that's it's the just official. Like a congressman's wife. <laughs> The official review. My now we're having the senator over for dinner tonight, my darling. (laughs) Uh, I thought I was going to be able to fly back to Kentucky. I'm sorry. We we. (laughs) and me watching this crazy high. (laughs) This is just isn't working for me. (laughs) (laughs) DC, Mrs. Mesa. I could could use some action. Um, uh, I, 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 it's, it's. I'm trying to make a bigger picture kind of um, point out of this, which I think it's it's really interesting to be so... Moral of the story, you still like women. <laughs> yes. You did not, the movie you did not, did not dislike this movie, the movie because it was a female main character. You're an ally. Oh, of course. Not at all. Not at all. <laughs> it's been funny to watch every reviewer's qualification at the beginning because it had become a controversial movie. The incels were going after it. But um, uh, just as a movie, I, I just... I. I I get so hyped up for these things. I get so hopeful because I genuinely, truly love these movies. I love these epic movies. And uh, you're playing that microphone like Axl Rose. Thank you. And then every now, <laughs> and we course, can hear it in the earphones. It still comes down to like the principles of storytelling and cinema and all that stuff. And can you actually make a good movie? Making a good movie can be really hard. And I think. I just I when I as I was walking out of the theater I was like, you know what? They they made some choices I wouldn't have made, but it certainly it still was a very entertaining movie. 450 million dollars says it wasn't yeah, entertaining. Yeah, they did fine. Movie. They they're doing great. I'm very happy for the movie. But if anything, I'm that much more excited for whatever the next film <laughs> No, you don't even know sequel. which one. You're like, oh. No, I'm saying the sequel. Like, I'm so excited for whatever happens. It was almost like, I have not learned my lesson at all, and I'm going to be I'm, sorely disappointed once again. Blindly. <laughs> the next uh, one, the, the sequel, I believe, is Major Marvel, right? Okay. <laughs> so very confusing. model. 
Marvel, Marvel. The very, the I very, am the very model of a major Marvel, Marvel. general. Uh, um, uh, but I'm going to go see it again. Why? Because you know what? You I kind of felt to. no. I, I had a. Similar, I hate myself. I had a similar reaction to when I saw Black Panther. I actually was not like over the moon for it the first time I saw it. And again, I was like, kind is that of because confused. it was black people? I was kind of confused. I still like them though. <laughs> I was kind of confused as to why it hadn't really hit me. And uh, and then I saw it again, and I felt very differently. And I've seen some people who have had similar reactions to me say they saw it again. And there's were you just confused because you're it. like, but I'm not represented on the screen. I can't relate. Wakanda, that's not a real place. That doesn't look like me. No, at it all, all comes down. It, it it really all comes down oh, to. Oh, it's not supposed to be a real place. Pacing. How come there's all the words coming down at the end? Pacing and <laughs> is it weird? the way the narrative. Gee whiz, is that uh, what you said? Oh. The narrative and all yeah, that okay. stuff. I mean, it. Uh, you know, you take everything cultural. Uh, that makes it a cultural phenomenon. Put that, you know, to the side, and then you just look at the the way the story is told. Um, you know, you still have to. I don't know. You still, I, I obviously you still have to do that in a way that um, it can be the most exciting thing it can be. And I haven't felt that excitement from it yet, but I'm going to give it a second chance. Um, this is like a a game of telephone story because it's not mine. My friend at work. She went to see Black Panther the weekend it opened with a group of friends. And one of her friends somehow, like living under a rock, didn't know what the movie was. At and, all. And thought it was about... A Black Panther. The Black Panthers. The Black Panthers. Oh, my God. And, and it starts That's in crazy. Oakland. So she's like, okay, oh. like this might yeah. work. And then they're like doing magic. And she's like, what the fuck is going on? I just really like that. I like... The idea of being completely confused during Black Panther. Right. You know, my my mom and my aunt, this is so long ago when The Sixth Sense came out, a couple of years after that, and they said, we were talking on the phone, and they said, Josita, we rented this movie that everyone was talking about, uh, The Sixth Sense. And I go, The Sixth Sense? You guys watched that? And she was like, yeah. And I go, what'd you think of... You know, the whole story is the big twist. Sixth sense or six the, the sixth sense. sense. The sixth sense. Six six sense. Six sixth sense. sense six. The sixth sense. Sense. Six pence, none the richer. And kiss me. She said, Yeah, but we didn't care for all of the sex in the movie. And I go, There's there's oh, no did they rent the sixty ninth sense? No. <laughs> Literally, dude, they they rented I see some direct to video movie that was like you know like a soft core uh, sex movie, not sex movie, but whatever drama called the Seventh Sense. That and and she even showed grown me up the, stuff. She even showed me the box. It was one of those things where you would never think that anyone would go, oh, That's get confused, yeah. except for two old oh. Latina women that are not going to recognize things and make mistakes all the time. They rented some weird drama like that was like, porn. yeah, it was like a Cinemax movie called The Seventh Sense. <laughs> I can't wait till The Eighth Sense comes out. <laughs> What's that? It's a movie about somebody who only has eight cents. <laughs> Oh, the poor people. Yeah. The lower, uh, the all lower right. class. 
So Captain Marvel sucked, but you're going to see it again. And he still likes women for the most <laughs> Wait part. Wait a second. I didn't say Captain Marvel sucked. doesn't care for black people in movies. Captain Marvel. <laughs> Why oh, all my words? We're just saying what you said. Yeah. <laughs> Captain Marvel doesn't suck. Captain Marvel does not suck. Uh, and we're going to go see it again. I need to emotionally connect with it. It, di it did not hit me that way. I'm a woman, and I am telling you, you're allowed to not like that movie. No, I know. I, I, I but that I, means you hate. Thank women. you, <laughs> thank you. But I, but yeah, I get that. Uh, all right, parting shots, Jamie. <laughs> I got two. I was ready. I didn't pass him that time. He's just doing it now because then you get to be the winner. There is on Wilshire. A, it's called CBD College. Uh huh. And I walk past it every other day, and just smile. And you think you've been rolling? <laughs> no. <laughs> Why do you smile? <laughs> Just because it's called CBD College. And what do they do there? I don't know. I don't know what kind Why of Why is it called CBD College? I don't know. But I presumably existed before CBD hit the scene. Or maybe it didn't. Or maybe it's like a funny movie premise, like an 80s like like, like weed drugs. college. <laughs> <laughs> What's going on up there, man? The K is. <laughs> there was a movie in the '90s called PCU, right? Oh yeah, loved that movie. Did I you? thought that's what college. Oh, you was really be like that? Jeremy, Jeremy I mean, Piven was like a college freshman in that uh -huh. movie or something. It's ridiculous. It's not a good movie, but it's one of like I saw it at the right age that I genuinely thought that's what college was going to be like. And what was what was it like in the movie? Well, just like it was very '90s and like. PC and environmentally friendly. So I moved into college with like a pair of jean shorts and some Birkenstocks. Right. Those and were I, your roommates? What? Those were your roommates? Yes. <laughs> Excuse me, what? What did you say to me? Um, And I went to school in Orange County. And so everyone else was wearing like designer jeans oh, and full wow. faces of makeup. I was like, right. but the movie said. Anyway. What? I never saw. I remember that someone in the dorms was like, we're all going to watch PCU. And I didn't really like it the first few minutes. I auditioned for it. Really? Did you really? Didn't get it. For the Piven role? Oh, no. I, no. I bet it was for the John Favreau, Favreau role. Probably. He was the stoner. Uh-huh. But it also... Oh, didn't he have like weird hair in there? Yeah, like dreadlocks, little dreadlocks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like short ones. <laughs> like I don't remember what I auditioned for, but <laughs> that was when I was like, oh, maybe my career will go somewhere. Is now the other I know guy in it? Not that I ditched the yellow Who's shirt and brown tie. Who's the other guy? I still had a mop of hair back then. Vince Vaughn? Is Vince Vaughn in it? I don't it? think so. Oh. No. Favreau but for sure. It was before Swingers, right? I, I need to watch it again. But thinking about it, it might have been the start of the alt-right movement. Really? Because like the main characters were, ag supposed to were be. against all these politically correct people. That's right. There's like the feminist students yes. protesting and, the, like, and then all the different the, like, like LGBT, minorities, but they didn't right. call it that because it was the 90s. <laughs> it's, it's funny because you were talking about incels a second ago right. and I was listening to a podcast with this woman who is a person who focuses on right-wing media. She, right. She's written a book and she's, you know, studies right-wing media and right-wing political media. And of course this whole thing with Tucker Carlson has just come out. And so she was talking about how, you know, everybody thinks the incels are this new thing and the alt-right is this new thing. Right. This is the core underpinning of what they have been talking about. It just Forever. has like yeah. they, they, the people involved in that movement 
the way she said it was they put brackets around these little groups and go, they're not us. The alt right is not us. We're not, but they have the same beliefs and the right. same right. attitudes. And they use the same language. Yeah. Generationally, I was of the age when the the first time that political correctness was used as a term and the phenomenon of it in college. So you went to PC. I almost like a, <laughs> I went to liberal arts college in, in 1990. Oh, so the dream. So so what ended so what ended up happening was I was at a time in a place where I saw the first the Tucker Carlson's now age wise were the guys who were in the conservative <laughs> student union on campus who were the editors of the like conservative magazine on mm -hmm. campus who loved writing these like what they thought were these edgy editorials about like you know and how women do belong in the kitchen or, or whatever or, yeah or the idea that like you know we're now being oppressed through this pc thing on campus and we can't speak and our freedom of speech and all i remember seeing those things start to happen in those college campus like editorials and publications of the guys that are now pundits on Fox News or right. something you know I performed as Michael Jackson in our lip sync contest senior year mm. that's problematic and on multiple guess, levels guess now. what no blackface good for well, you there you go yeah. Wow. I felt it was possible. He was actually he was white by that. It time. was not even a discussion. It was not even <laughs> an issue, you know. Uh what else, Jamie? So C B D college makes you smile. <laughs> um I got a pair of sweatpants <laughs> about four weeks ago. Oh, right. go on. I went to Ross. This is what I've been waiting well, here's for a the whole thing. episode. Here's the thing. Ross Ross dressed dress for less. Open till at least midnight. Yeah, it's, it's the Wild West. That is crazy to me. Wait, you went to the one in Burbank? I went to the one by the Grove. Oh, different one. Juju I might be open until 1 a.m. on weeknights. Oh, my God. <laughs> That's insane to me that most markets are closed. Have you been there at that time? I've been it's there. It's got to be chaos. It is. There's a lot of people there. It's like there. the purge in there. <laughs> I mean, it's like the Persian. Don't even, and the problem is the by like midnight, everything is just all over the place, <laughs> right? Like people just throw it's, shit everywhere. It's, it's like, like that always. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but I, I get enjoyment just walking down the aisles, get some snacks. Makes you smile. <laughs> Makes me smile. <laughs> I usually don't it's buy anything. Beautiful. I actually, like I'll walk into Cost Plus. I just, I'm like that with candy bars. <laughs> yeah. They have, they have interesting <laughs> candy bars out. there. We should totally hang out. <laughs> like once a week. Dress for less, cost plus. <laughs> Goods for the same amount. But sweatpants have evolved considerably. I used to wear them in elementary school to school, and that's not a cool look. And they've gotten such a bad rep. But there's like a whole Seinfeld episode about it. It means you've given up. But now there, I They're see people stylish. all. Yeah. But I've never considered getting them just because I think that's such a stigma for me. But I, I took the plunge. Got like a pair of like athleisure. And now every night when I get home, I put these sweats <laughs> on and they're comfortable as hell. They got pockets. I feel a little bit stylish. <laughs> do they say juicy on the back? They do. <laughs> well, and they're I'm literally juicy on the front. Like a heathered gray. They're, I don't like heathered gray. gray. Oh. Uh, no judgment. <laughs> but that is the classic look. I'm 100% in favor of just wearing You're at home. that kind of stuff wear whatever when you get the home. Hell you want to wear. My roommate calls it business casual. 
she's like, I'm going to go get business casual. Huh. And I do too. I'm like, yeah, me too. And I, right. did I tell you guys that I got a pair? No, they're not sweats. They're like pajama pants. So she and I went to Palm Springs together and we were staying in the same room and I forgot to bring sleep pants. So we went to, I think Walmart and I found a pair of pajama pants with dolphins and unicorns all over them yes. and rainbows. <laughs> so that's what I wear around my house. And now I'm at the point, I didn't used to be like this, but I'm like, if I'm just going outside to take the garbage out or get a delivery or whatever, I'll just go out right. like that. I, I used to be like, well, I'm going to see the neighbors. I have to put my pants on. And now I'm like, fuck those people. 100 you know? I'm yes. so on board. Yeah. Comfort makes me smile. It's so uh, comfortable. I just, I, it's will truly. You, will you wear them the next time? I'm not going to rule it out, but also like I want to look into. <laughs> what color? So we diplomatic. never got to the bottom. Oh, oh sorry. Maybe they are a the heathery bed. gray, but not like the very classic, like almost white. What kind of gray? Heathered, but it means like slightly textured. Like our, we got okay. heathered gray Dynapop shirts. Mm -hmm. I just don't like them. I'm sorry. Dyna what? Dynapop. Dynapop? Dynapop. It's Dynasty Typewriter's popcorn brand. Why does every fucking word <laughs> oh, have to Dina be two Brew, words put Dina together? Pop. Yeah. Dynabrew? You should have a mascot. That's Enchantertainment. Do you remember Dyna Girl? You should have a no. dinosaur as a mascot. We've thought about that. Cool. <laughs> um, Dynasty will be our T. I mean, that's just... That's, oh, that's it I don't get it. <laughs> I don't get it. <laughs> um... Jeff got me nice Christmas flannel PJs, and it my favorite part about it, the fact that it stayed cooler longer, is I was like, oh, these are great, but I'm going to wear them twice. I've been where I live yeah, in those yeah. bad boys. Huh, it's <clears> nice. <throat> in fact, he gets like, we get mad at each other. That's like an ongoing bit. If one of us is sitting there watching TV... It's like, excuse me, you're wearing clothes. What's going on? <laughs> oh, no, it's key, I think, is old old school or maybe just cheaper brands, they have this like, kind of like an elastic. Well, and it hurts around the, your ankle. These nicer ones, it's kind of a full like sleeve or like. Mm -hmm. It's a sleeve it's for a, your leg. It's, <laughs> a, it's hemmed. Yeah. It's hemmed rather than gathered. gathered. It's hemmed rather than gathered. And I, I gotta say that makes all the difference in the world. Is it Heather Hemd? I don't know you if Heather. You're out of your league, man. <laughs> Tony, Jamie, we have microscopic insects living in the out curtains of your league. Let's call them dynamites. Oh, that's cute. Oh, that's fun. Dynamints. Okay. Dyn if you had mints, <laughs> we definitely. That's. I would love to get mints. <laughs> Truly. I have to Dyna go use, shoes. I have to go use <laughs> sure. the Dyna toilet. The Dyna shitter. <laughs> Dyna dump. <laughs> I took a Dyna dump. No joke. It is a Dyna dump. <laughs> I love Dyna shoes. You know shoes. what? They're, they're a Dyna dump. Why do you love Dyna shoes? Because there's no, like, it's not trying to sound like anything. That was my attention. <laughs> Can I offer so you a Dyna napkin? <laughs> Jamie, if people don't pee, pay here, is that Dyna dash? <laughs> Yeah. Also, if they get on a local bus. <laughs> <laughs> or sending Morse code. They jump right on a bus. Triple <laughs> uh, <laughs> Okay, I'll uh, I'll go next. Okay. 
And uh, it's too bad this is not coming out until next week because what I wanted to do was talk about how I'm very excited for... I have a feeling I know what... St. Patrick's Day (laughs) coming up, uh, which is Sunday. And I had a realization, it was literally while I was walking over here, it was like, I think a lot of people would disagree with me, but I love and have an incredible sentimental attachment to Irish music. I really do. Like traditional... I mean, you know, right. all the fucking sad Irish songs mm-hmm. about, I was watching this show on Netflix. It's called Rebellion. It's about the the Irish Revolution in the 1920s, the Easter Rising, and then the stuff that took place after that, that then lasted for the next 60 years. Right. Um, and this guy gets killed, and this other guy goes to tell a bunch of the other... The, they're soldiers. They're not dressed like soldiers, but like they're the the Irish. What eventually becomes the IRA? Irish ninjas, perhaps mm, a little bit. Okay, uh, but he goes. He says it, and then they're they're gonna wake him. So they they pour out glasses of whiskey for everybody, and then he kind of nods at one of the guys, and the guy starts singing so this singing. song called "The Parting Glass," and it's such a fucking sad song. It's basically like. Give me one more glass of whiskey before I die. Here's all the things that were great about my life. Here are the things I could have done better. And I felt myself like getting choked up while right. I was watching this show that's not even that great. And, you know, it was just because I have such an attachment to, um, because I listened to it. I mean, I didn't choose to listen to it, but I heard it all the time when I was growing up. We had all these records of, you know, Tommy Makem and, and, the Dubliners and all these bands and it just has such a sentimental attachment to me. So I just right. want to wish everybody a happy St. Patrick's day, even though it happened a few days ago. Right. And, uh, Thank you. go find, uh, the parting glass on YouTube and listen to it. That's my parting shot. Aaron Gobra. Remind Let's me to tell you about Irish Bra. That was what somebody said when I was in junior high school. Go bra less. What's that? After the show, I'll tell you about something that happens here called Irish Prov. Okay. I think you'll like. Uh, Amber, parting shots. Amber does not like my humor. <laughs> um, so along with my adult things, I'm still me. And I had a really dumb encounter with technology. So I I had a day free and everyone was talking about this goddamn Michael Jackson documentary on HBO. And we no longer have access to HBO. Um, Probably for the past six years, we were using an acquaintance's dad's login for everything. (laughs) He's recently, I think, become hip and he changed all his passwords. So we're so like, like cool guy four eight five, um, so but it's also like we don't actually need all this anyway. But I saw an ad and and you can have a trial of HBO now for seven days for free. And I was like, I have the day free. I could do a free trial. Watch this Michael Jackson documentary. Let's do it. So I sign up Let for Let me it. spend my day off watching a documentary about child molestation. Heavy, heavy. heavy. Well, I do all the setup. Vacation. You, ha- <laughs> you have to give 
credit card information. That's how these free trials work. Right, and then you forget about because it. Because that's and, what they're yeah, betting on, yeah. and that's what we've done every single time right. with Hulu, everything. You're right. like, yeah, we'll just have it for a month. God damn right, it. Right. And then another Six month years later, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's their business model, basically. But um, so I do all of that. I'm logged in. I do it on the computer because it's easier to do it on the computer. Have you ever tried to type in on the TV? Because you have to like. Oh, it's the worst. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I was like, I'll do. I'm a genius. I'm ahead of the game on this one. I'll sign up with everything on the computer, then log in, which will still take a long time, but less on the TV. Watch it. Bingo bongo. Everything's great. Why did I ever leave the Congo? <laughs> uh, <laughs> Find out next episode of the Long Shot. Uh, so I sign up. I'm in. I'm in. I can see that I'm in on the computer. I'm in. Yeah, I'm in the mainframe. Tron. And so then I'm like, okay. <laughs> I immediately. Go to the TV. And again, it takes for fucking ever. I'm an idiot. You guys know what my email address is. I'm not going to say it now, but it's too long. <laughs> it's way too long, especially for settings like this. Um, so I do all that. I do the password. Error. Your email or password is incorrect. Oh, I'm like, God. God damn it. So I try like three more times. Error. Error, error. So I go back to the computer. Your You're... TV sounds very pleasant, by the way. <laughs> Thank you. Um, I'm still logged in, and I'm able to push a button that says, like, show password. So I was like, hey, you fuckers. Like, right. you can't outsmart me. I can see what the password is. And I, like, even wrote it down on a separate piece of paper. And I do it all again a few more times. Error, 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 error. So then I log out in the computer to log back in. Error, error, error. I can't log into either one of these mofos. And I finally just give up. I'm like, it, oh, I, it's so frustrating. It's not worth it. And in hindsight, it was a gift. Exactly to your guys' point. I thought about it. I reflected. I believe the survivors of Michael Jackson. I don't need those details in my subconscious. Right. It is not something I ever need to watch. Okay, go with God. Life goes on. I forget about it. Like, By the way, my... Tito's son has a long video on YouTube about how all these allegations are untrue. There's so, so many people do. There's mm -hmm. like a whole yeah. like army of people. Mm -hmm. um, I thought you were going to be like, and now time for my Schindler's List marathon. <laughs> Whole Foods was playing a song last night, a Michael Jackson song. And you're like, guys. <laughs> I haven't seen it yet. But well, a lot of shit. It didn't seem they like actually, some media companies are pulling stuff. They, they, they the Simpsons are like, we are not going to show that episode. He did a voice for it anymore. They're like completely just taking it away. How brave, right? <laughs> um, so time goes on. My life goes on. I go to work. Bingo bongo. Time didn't stop. Time <laughs> didn't stop. <laughs> Shocking. Um, I completely forget about any of this until I look at my bank account and I'm charged for a month's right. worth of HBO and I'm like my B I did have a week's trial and a week went by you got me you got me good fair game I owe you this much money but if I have HBO now why can't I use it I want to use it yeah 
So I try logging on like a few more times. It's so much that they're like, your account's locked out yeah. now. <laughs> like, you oh, can't I hate, get I hate in. that. I hate that. See, this is this is when I lose my mind. <laughs> no, no, no. Too, I would lose my mind the first time. <laughs> you know? And then when they lock you out. Well, it, it gets better. It gets it's all good. Um, they arrested you. So and there there's a whole page that's like if I keep trying to retrieve password. I do it thousands of times right. and never get an email. And then I I stop and think because I'm a detective. Classic. I've never like received I've Come never on. received an email from HBO now. Like anything like that, they're so quick to be like, "Welcome. Thanks for signing up." Blah, blah, blah. And I was like, "You go to your mailbox and there's like 500 letters in your mailbox. They're still using <laughs> they're still using mail." I'm like, "I bet I made a fucking typo in my own email address when I signed up." And I don't know how, like how to prove that or correct that. So I Find a support email and they say, like, include the email that's on your account. And I'm like, I don't know. Anyway, I left out an E, really stupid. And they're like, so that's what your email is. First one or second one? First one. Um, so they're like, this is what your email is to sign in. And I'm like, great. I still can't retrieve my password because this magical password retrieval email is going somewhere and they're like oh <laughs> it's going to somebody named amber kenny <laughs> yes. um amber why are you getting so many emails <laughs> they say you're gonna have to call the help center and keep in mind these are all spaced out between like three or four days because i would get to a point and be like you know what fucking yeah. forget it no totally um, at that point just refund you and let you just start over again if you want well and it's one of the like jeff kept being like Ask for your money back. Ask for a year's for free. I've worked in customer service a lot. It was my bad. I did spell my own name wrong. So, like, I can't be too mad. But I'm not looking forward to calling the HBO Now help desk. I could only imagine that this is a fucking nightmare from hell where no one will understand what even my predicament is. Thankfully, I have a ticket open. I have a ticket number from the email. that So I know what my email is in the system. I know what my actual email is. I have to call in. I call in. It goes great. I'm shocked. I go right to a representative. They're like, great. Here's what we're going to do. Hi, Amber. This is HBO. Hello, HBO. Um, here's what happened. I was like nervous. I was like, before you, okay, stay with me. I've got a ticket number. Um, things went wrong. I spelled my name wrong. <laughs> I was like, all over How would you like a year's worth of free HBO? But um, they're like, here's what we're going to do. We're going to reset your password. You'll log in with that wrong email and the reset password that I'm going to give you right now. Once you're logged in, change the email on your account. Preferences. Just go to preferences. It's so easy. And I was like, oh my God, this is going to be great. Thanks so much. Click. Which was a, the wrong choice because I type in the password they gave me and it's like, password denied. Never. Email. Password. So Ugh. anyway, it was like three phone calls. I got in. Yes, this is HBO again. <laughs> I got in. But like, I think old me would have given up 16 tries earlier and just right been like, I guess manager. I'm going to get charged a yeah. lot of money every no, that's month. That's what I would do. 
That's what I would do, absolutely. Um, so I have HBO. Um, and all we've watched so far is the first episode of Succession again, because Jeff never saw it. Oh, so good. So good. My heart started racing just hearing the... Um, the music is so good. Yes. But I love... I think, I, so many shows I don't watch the opening credits for, and that's one of the things I love about Netflix is they have a thing that says skip intro as uh -huh. soon as the intro starts, oh. and I always skip over it, but there's a few shows... And Succession is one of them, and it's because the music is so good, it's, you know? Well, and I think now I have such a, um, <clears throat> much like our friend Joe, uh, I spent many a Sunday, like, getting stoned right. to right. to to the moon, mm -hmm. and um, just, like, watching Succession, and, like, it's a very good show, so, like, your heart's racing, and I think I had a visceral muscle memory to that music, where I was, like, getting really amped. And it's so good. I recommend rewatching it because the way they introduce the characters, yeah. where you know they end up, like I kept being like, "Oh my yeah. god!" And Jeff was like, "What? <laughs> Please well, stop." Well, I found this. that show. It's 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 such a weird show because it's like a drama, but it's fucking hilarious right. the whole time. Right. It seems like a, it's about a family, a media, a media, a media family, conglomerate like, family, right. the the Murdochs, basically. Right. Mm -hmm. It seems like with every a little bit of Trump thrown in there. Is very s smart. And fun, like well educated and very funny, very like scabrous. But no. they're also all really stupid. Like, and they're terrible uh, people, but you no still like some of yeah, them. No and, one is likable, but everyone is. Yeah. It's very. Oh, I thought they were like all kind of just, well, they're obviously sophisticated. Is this a new wealthy. show? I've never heard it, of it. It was like from a year ago. Yeah. <laughs> when I watched it, I was obsessed with it and it felt like no, I was watching it as it came out. Me so too. I, I had to wait. For the next yeah. week, so I was like, I'm so. It's not fun to watch thing that, things that way anymore. I know. We're so spoiled by Netflix. What's Alan Ruck's character like? Because he's a I'm dummy. A huge he's fan a of dummy him. with he's a the, prostitute girlfriend. He's a fucking idiot. He's probably yeah. the stupidest character. Just like character. a rich kid idiot grown up. It's really well. It's really funny because it's you know he. There's several kids, but they're all product of different wives. Like this oh. guy had several wives, and now there's another wife who's like wants to take over his empire right, after right. He, I mean it's a very it's and really it's very, great like Shakespearean power struggle yeah. complicated and and you think you're rooting for certain people and then they do things and you're like I don't even know who I want to win in this kind of yeah. the clips right? I've yeah, yeah. seen they're all just kind of zinging each other yeah, there is a lot of that yeah right. <laughs> there's a lot of like they're really mean to each they're other. Really they're really mean. You know? Fucking right. mean. Yeah. I thought Kieran Culkin was so good. He was great. Everyone, it's like some of the best act. The the um the main guy, the the second son. Yeah. The, I forget his name, but yeah, I know. I saw him at a sandwich shop once and I like lost my shit. Uh, and I could tell no one else cared. I was well, like, I, oh, I, I had never, I've ever seen I had never seen life. him before Succession. And then recently, I don't remember he's what the movie was. Though, yeah. I saw him in another movie and I was like, oh, that guy. And it was from before Succession. Right. And I was like, he blends into characters. I didn't, uh, I didn't recognize him from that, you know? He's so good. The only thing I don't like about the show is the guy. The guy's accent, the one I know, but he's still the the, the, the guy who's marrying the girl, right? Her accent too, but that's she's better yeah. than he is. But there's still because he's Irish and he's right. trying to speak American, and he's like, mm. oh, I tried to tell you before that, uh, like the way that right. he's overcompensating. British people with bad American accents right. suck. But if you like let that wash away, everyone is such a good yeah. actor, and they make such interesting, weird human choices. 
Anyway, I think I've talked about the show before on the podcast, but that's my second HBO. season. I don't hasn't think, come out yet. Is oh, there going to okay. be one? I, I believe so. I don't know if it was a success at all. It was at the it's same. It's called Succession. I'm sure it was a success. <laughs> it was at the same time as it has a, its fan base though, because I've I've seen people talk. You know. I couldn't find them at the time. I was like dying to talk to right. people about it. Well, if we're going to talk about TV shows, I will also recommend another show, which is coming out season four <gasps> soon called The Expanse, which is a sci-fi show. There's three seasons. They're all on Amazon. Catch up on the show now. Okay. It's fucking great. And the fourth season comes out in like, I don't know, June or something like that. Right. So there's plenty of time to watch all of it between now and then. All right. We should go because it's been so we're long. just having fun hanging out. Sorry <laughs> yeah. we had to listen to this. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Jamie is not as, having as much fun as Jamie. No, I'm having Jamie's fun. still here? No, no, I, ninja? I, I would I, think um, that that's the exact kind of conversation with Jamie and be like, there's 30 things I have to make sure they get done by tomorrow. <laughs> like, I'll let them talk about he's like, I, He's like, I wish I was in sweat. <laughs> yeah. I, I have no, I've never TV heard of Succession in, in eight years. And I'm starving. Oh, okay. Go. Let's go get some popcorn and candy. I want you guys to have some popcorn let's with Let's go um, get some popcorn. With some fucking. Uh, Folks, this has been the long shot. Um, we talked a lot, and then I finally just gave up <laughs> the Amber Kenny story. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see you next time on the long shot. Bye. So true. <laughs> Bye, everybody.